Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Drink. Uh, it's very exciting episode today, actually. So exciting. Uh, for one, just a clarification, I'm starving. Um, we are waiting for dinner right now. We, uh, we are hungry. We ordered uh, the works today. Uh, we, we've been doing really well. Yeah. And I pushed myself in my workout today. Yeah. And, you know, we deserve it. We're allowed one cheat day. Oh, but it's also got, it's got avocado on it. We tried, we're doing a Beyond Meat burger. Yeah, we're not do- so we're doing, so it's not like going to be vegetarian. as crazy as some people yeah. think. And it's a gluten free bun. You know, we went healthy as we could with the burger while treating ourselves. While treating ourselves. That's a very so. good point. Just wanted to make that, you know, clear. We're for trying to hold people. ourselves accountable, guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, today is a super special episode. Um, this is episode 15. Uh, so we've been five episodes deep into season two. Wow. And we've only, we haven't had a guest yet. We haven't had a guest and we're sorry about that. But it's, you know, it's the reality of the situation we're in. I'm sure they understand. Um, we can't, you know, win them all. But this is going to be our first test on a virtual guest with us today. Yes. Um, very, very excited to bring on a friend of ours, a new friend of ours. Mm. Um, and he's been, he's been like dying to get on this i know and i feel podcast. bad that it has to be virtually but i'm also like really excited for the conversation we're gonna have today and i am so so grateful that he's willing to do this yeah he's got a great voice he knows a lot of shit and i'm hoping he can share some of his wisdom with you guys today Absolutely. um as you're listening so um we will jump into that in a little bit but at the moment um we we're you know we're still hanging in there we we're are doing our best. Um, yep. It does. If if this episode does go well, you know, we'll we'll try our best at more virtual guests. Absolutely. Like, it, and again, too, I think this is going to be our first step into kind of getting the setup, getting the feel for how everything's going, and really see how successful this is going to be. And hopefully, we can do this a little bit more because. You know, people have said it before, but I think for me, as much as I've been trying to be optimistic, this is really settling in as the new normal. So yeah. we're going to have to figure something out. You know, it's hitting us pretty hard, um, but we're making it work uh, week in yes. and week out. Yes. So thank you guys for sticking along with us. God, um, we appreciate it. Shout out to Joss. I'll give a good shout out to Jocelyn. Again. Uh, thank you for, you know, uh, she gave us a little bit of a, a of some I guess not feedback, but she gave us a shout out on her, oh, on she her gave Instagram us a shout out. Yeah, because yeah. of the workout program we're doing. Well, I think to her, too is so. what, you know, she had mentioned to me when she asked, she was very polite about it. She was like, Hey, can I use your clips? And we're like, um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think for her, it was one of those, you know, it really shows the reason why she does this, mm-hmm. you know, the reason why she shares her story, the reason why she reaches out to people, the reason yeah. why she motivates people, the reason why she continues to do this is to be able to, hear stories like ours and have us talk about it and go, hey, like, listen, this is a really fun, great, fulfilling, rewarding option. It is. It very much is. And so uh, we took before pictures at her request and hopefully we we can show some progress with those and she can advertise that a little bit more. Absolutely. but yeah, it's kind of just chill. We yeah. we have some fun stuff to talk about in terms of the guest today. We do. I think this is going to be fun because obviously, you know, we put a lot a lot of work into the segments and we're excited to do that. But I think it'll be fun to kind of focus back almost to a bit of the interview process and kind of, you know, relating to people on topics that, you know, they know more about or sharing stories that we can then elaborate on. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun to do every once in a while. Yeah. And this man knows his stuff. Like I said, um, he he's going to tailor to a pretty niche audience, which is basically... Uh, the 20 to 30 year olds, he's a very much uh, uh, in that age realm himself. And yeah. he, he likes to, I guess, promote uh, what he does to that age group. And he so he's going to talk about financial stuff. You know, if you struggle with financials, he's, he's got rotary stuff he's got to talk about. Absolutely. I don't want to spoil too much, but he, he knows his stuff, guys. So if you're in that, you know, ballpark, definitely stay tuned 
tuned, listen in for some fun information and some really interesting stuff to guide you through, especially through this difficult time. Um, and anybody who's in the older in the older age, you know, you can listen in and see how how we do it in the life of you know a twenty to thirty year old. What do Absolutely. we struggle with on a daily basis, and yep. some of the stuff we struggle with financially. So yep. um, stay tuned. It's gonna be a fun one, uh, mm. and I guess we can just roll film. the intro. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode <laughs> 15 of Let's Have a Drink with our very fun special guest, Dale. Welcome, Dale. Yay, Dale. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us on this very first virtual episode of, of you know, the podcast, Let's Have a Drink. Yes. Uh, it's very exciting uh, now that we've been in this you know situation for a while. How, how have you been affected? How, how are you dealing with everything going on right now? Oh, well, it hasn't been uh, t too bad for us. I can say Taylor and I, uh, my fiance Taylor, uh, she, her, she and I are both very social people and we love talking to people and, and physically interacting with them. So that's been the hardest part for us is getting used to not being able to do that. But otherwise, she's adapted to working from home. I still go to the office. Life is, is going on. Oh, you're still actually would, going to your office then. Yeah, I am going to my office. So we, um, we've we decided that for, for compliance purposes and privacy that it's best if I am in the office because our apartment's pretty small and I don't really have a, a home office here. Right. So fair. I go in every day, Monday to Friday. Man. Well, that's crazy actually. Um, is it just you in the office then or is there multiple others just doing the same thing or what? It is just me in the office, so I have the whole place to myself. I walk up, I open up, and uh, and then I see my coworkers twice a day. We Skype, and catch up. So that's so those are the days. Yeah. Well, it's good it's that you're by. Bad, then. It's good that you're by yourself. Then at least you're following that the the rules of the of the society right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's super easy to to do that, and we we're a pretty low traffic office, so it's not like people are even coming in. So. Yeah. So, so what do you, I don't think we really touched on it too much. What do you do on a day to day for the, for the audience and the people listening? So I am a planner for uh, bellwether family wealth in Brantford. So it's a family, uh, it's a wealth management firm. So yeah, my day to day is, is mostly uh, financial planning, working with clients uh, seeing clients, which is something I miss very much right now. So that's my, sure. my day to day is, yeah, just just talking to people and, and helping them plan their life out and, and afford uh, the things they want out of life. Right Love on. That. Yeah. And I actually saw that um, through your social media, you and Taylor both, I was you know, say. share a lot of a lot of what you do, because you also offer that as kind of like a side hustle on your own time, don't you? No, no, I don't do anything uh, outside of what I do at work. So everything I do is for through work. So right now we've kind of taken on an initiative where we're doing uh, financial consultations for for the general public. So clients or people who aren't our clients and, and you know, we're doing one-on-one uh, -on -one time with people and, and just providing them either support or giving them advice on how they can get through uh, this whole time. Obviously, a lot has changed for a lot of people and, and we just want to be there for our community. 
That's really amazing. That's definitely because I've seen you post about it and and kind of getting a little bit more of the context. I think that's really great because what people need right now is you know, extra support and guidance and, and any sort of situation, but especially when it comes to finances to kind of relieve a bit of the stress and tension. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stress from just being at home and then there's a lot of stress of the unknown and to add financial stress to it, it's not, it's not fair to anyone and they shouldn't be going through it. And uh, the government is, is responding a mile a minute to everything going on and it's Which hard is for the general kudos public. to them. Yeah. I, I honestly wanted to say kudos. A lot of people don't understand uh, even just the technical work that goes into it. Like people, you know, they jumped the gun and they went really quick and they made a lot of happen, not only for, you know, uh, the citizens of Canada, but even if you think about it, the CRA website, you know, that offers most of what is happening right now uh, yeah. online, they have to make giant development changes to that. And for people who don't know, that's a very long, that should be normally a very long process. Yeah. It should be, it should have been about, you know, a month, a month and a half before all that got right to the public. And it took like two weeks. They yeah. sped up pr- production like crazy. And so kudos to the backenders, but everybody else, you know, in the, in that realm, I, I, I said, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. I think kudos to just the whole like general situation as well. Cause you know, a lot of people, like I can imagine how it's been all hands on deck for them properly. And for a lot of people, when it comes to like government assistance and finances, I'm sure there've been a lot of people stressed out and a lot of people worrying and trying to make sure that, you know, themselves, their loved ones, their families are going to be okay. Right. But which is great. Um, so we thank you, Dale, for doing what you're doing. And yes. so you're offering free one-on-one consultations, I guess. Um, is there anything that like you promote when it comes to stuff like that? I know you've been promoting a lot, but if you want to promote yourself right now, by all means, go ahead. Uh, you guys are awesome. I won't promote too much, but uh, yeah, we're we're really just there for anybody who needs support, and uh, it, that's something that a lot of people don't think about. You know when. When people are going through stress, especially financially, they it's a bit of an ostrich effect. They kind of just shove their heads in the sand. 100%. But you know, we want to be there, and yeah, we just want to be there and help them. I mean, uh, the CERB that the government has released—that uh, is a taxable benefit. Some people may not know that, so you need to withhold some of that money if possible because you are going to get taxed on it. So there's a lot of ins and outs that you know it's not necessarily out there and and open for us to know. So we really just want to be there and help educate and inform everybody. Right. And, you know, we're there. We're all in this together. Absolutely. Is there any general, I guess, advice you can give to those who are listening who might be struggling a little bit financially? Is there anything that, like, you can offer them or, you know, just give them advice on? You know what? Uh, yeah, there's a couple things I'd say is definitely look to to save where you can save. But if you're really struggling, I mean, reach out for help there's i mean that's what we're all here for right is we're all here to help each other so if if someone's going through something and you know they just can't make ends meet reach out and then some myself or anyone anyone should be willing to help that's in the the financial services industry right so just just ask for advice because you know we've all we've all been there at some point right for our generation yeah like for our generation this is the first time we're going through anything like this right yeah a lot of us a lot of us never went through 2008. So, and so yeah. you have to. That's uh, yeah. basically what I was saying in the that's intro. That's so I, true I, to think about, actually. I said our generation is the kind of first people. That's why I, I knew you were kind of tailoring to that audience of, you know, 20 to 30 year olds, because 
it's a very tough world out there financially for us to start investing in buying a house and buying a car. It's, yeah. it's a very new world for us. Um, and so, you know, anybody who needs the help financially, I would definitely reach out to Dale. He's a kind soul, but he also knows his shit. Um, and he, you know, at the end of the day, he will help you. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, even if you want to reach out to me, I know, I know enough about finances too. I'm in a pretty comfortable spot that I could help where I can mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help. Um, so anybody, you know, it, it's crazy, but at, at this time, I, you know, I don't know about your opinion, Dale, but I'm saving a lot of money right now. Oh, same. Oh, it's been, well, I mean, I shouldn't say Taylor and I are saving a ton of money, but we're definitely not spending on frivolous things that we usually would. 100%. Um, You're spending it on other stuff, right? (laughs) You're spending it on takeout. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Actually, not even. We we do takeout once a week. We've decided to make sure that because we have a a few friends that are in the restaurant industry. So we're we're trying to support them once a week. But definitely our alcohol intake is through the roof. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) That is something that we... Oh, man. Everybody's in the same boat, though. You can't even feel bad. You just look, everybody's like, oh, you know, we're drinking a little bit more. And so you're like, me too. So then you have a conversation. 100%. It was so funny because I think we were going through an especially, you know, um, large week of intake. And then I happened to see that um, Taylor posted that she did like a homemade black and tan. And I'm like, oh, that'd be so good right now. Like two weeks ago, I was drinking three of those. And one night we were out for our buddy's birthday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. Taylor and I have spent $250 on wine in less than 48 hours. Like, why are we doing this? There's no reason for it. But we're just. You guys are prepared. It's fine. Dude, I'm so, I'm <laughs> yeah. so proud of you. What? Uh, and That's on top crazy. of that, I won a booze basket on Saturday for my uh, my friends had a raffle for their wedding. And I won the booze basket. Was, you lucky was, duck. Dude, share. Yeah, I'm thriving. After all this. I am thriving. <laughs> yeah. After all of this, we'll definitely share. For it's, sure. That's, if it makes it. If, yeah, I was honestly. gonna say because I was oh like, boy. I was saying like um, we, Ryan tells the story. She loves telling it, but when it first started, we were going through alcohol quite a bit. Um, it was like probably two or three times a week we'd have to go to Lickbo, but it was only because I would look at the fridge and I would see ten beers. I'd be like, ah, oh, we need more, like just in case you know we go through them all in one night. You're like, which what is, if they close all of a sudden? I need to which have is bizarre. the alcohol. It's absolutely insanely ridiculously stupid, yeah. but I was like, we need more. We have to make sure we're stocked for the zombie apocalypse, basically. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> but we went through a lot, which is why now we're in a workout program, which I, I mentioned to you. Balance things out. <laughs> we got to balance it out. But no, I'm actually doing not bad. Like, I'm noticing a beer a day, but with work, with a, and a, with our diet, our food diet, and then the workout, which is high intensity. Yeah. It's a good balance. I'm, look, I'm seeing progress, which is it good. It works, yeah. So tell like tell me about like what's the workout that you guys have been doing? What has they been consisting of? Yeah, so it's basically a like online like program service and you and I'm not kidding when I say this, it's basically you get access to for your membership uh Netflix of different workout programs. Mm-hmm. You can tailor search results to how long you want the workouts to be, what kind of skill level, um, that sort of situation. Different programs will target different things. They have like all yoga ones, they have um, like weight training ones, um, hit exercises, and it's all kind of like, and it ranges anywhere from, from what I've noticed about 30 minutes to like an hour. And a lot of these programs will offer like extra enhancement workouts that you can like make that longer one day or not, depending on what you want to do. Um, that's basically that. And then the, like the, 
company that like hosts the the programs themselves. Um, they also offer like other supplements and stuff like that, like recovery. They offer equipment and like you know, yeah, your reco- pre workout, your post workout, your you know your uh, shake all. I guess they call it shakeology, which is like a smooth your smoothie protein it's during a the day. Food shake, yeah. So it's like a protein shake kind of powder, but they offer all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we partake in we each do our own uh right now i am in a high intensity boxing uh workout program which is a six-week program five days a week like and it's it's like basically a 40 minute uh one one day is 40 minutes and then the other workouts 25 30 and it's just five days a week and then you go back and forth between learning boxing moves and uh and all these defensive moves as well mm-hmm. as and then you have other days where you do full upper body full lower body so it's like this really, really fun. You learn a lot, but it's also high intensity. Yeah. And Ryan's got Yeah, so it's my program um before when I had done this and then I like basically re signed up with my old coach. Um, but I started with the same program. So it was a twenty one day program. You work out every day, so you have active rest days. A lot of it is like a full body um building muscle and then it's I think it's a it's really a mix of like cardio with like uh, muscle toning rather yep. than like like weightlifting Endur- sort of situation. It's endurance, basically. It is. Honestly, I would describe it as it's more of like an endurance program to really yeah. like help um, start like shedding fat, um, burning calories, and really starting to like structure your body. Yeah. Even if it's like an upper body workout day, I'm still using my legs. I'm still engaging my core. I'm still using multiple muscle groups to really maximize the workouts. Um, it's a really great program. And I like the fact that it does have active rest days rather than just like right. – you don't work out off. that day because yeah. I think it gives me a little bit more of a a sense of like motivation to be like, okay, like I'm still technically working out today. Maybe I'm doing yoga or Pilates, but I'm still working out today. I don't get a rest day. I don't, I can't give myself excuses not to work right. out. And I think it really puts me in the right mindset. And that's why I wanted to start back with the program. The next one I want to do, it's kind of like a, um, if anyone's like heard of like bar workouts or ballet bar workouts, it's like a blend situation. So it's going to be more of like, you know, muscle toning, keeping everything more controlled. Um, so I'm really excited to start that as well. Yeah, so it's actually a lot of fun. There's a lot going on in all of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's been very, very helpful. Yeah, absolutely. That that's awesome, guys. That is that's awesome to hear. Did you uh, did you have your own routine before all this or do you have one now or what what's your if you have a fitness routine, what's it like? So yeah, so it's it was tough. So I actually um, I just ended a a pretty lengthy uh, high like high level rugby refereeing career, which oh, doesn't right. sound like oh it's like oh referee that's that's doesn't sound intense. But uh, we put in a ton of kilometers, and I uh, say, just yeah. Went, yeah yeah we we would do twenty one kilometers a day for seven tournaments, so quite a bit of work. Twenty one um, kilometers a day. Listen, guys, if you guys want to get if you want want to get <laughs> start swole, rugby, just rep <laughs> sport. <laughs> Preferably one with a giant field. Yeah, yeah, rugby, soccer. You got to be pretty fit to get to a high level there. But uh, but so I, I uh, after the Pan Am Games this year, I uh, resigned from from my role on the national panel. So I actually took, I sort of, I say I took it. I took six months six months off of training altogether, just because it was a long six years. Yeah. Um, so I was just kind of getting back into things in January. And Taylor and I got gym memberships and I was starting to go back to the gym. And then obviously when this all happened, I was no. like, oh, that, that changes things. But right. honestly, I think uh, I think right now I'm, I'm getting pretty close to the fitness level I was at when I was refing. Okay. I don't look the same, but I'm definitely getting back there. So it's good. really just so good. I, 
Yeah, like I've always I've always done like a lot of like I guess what they call them high volume workouts where I'm doing a lot of repetitions of of movements yep. or yes. I'm running a lot or cycling a lot. So really it's just yeah, it's been a lot of running. We just got our bikes back out, so I did 37k on on Saturday and then I nice. I went for a run at lunch and then I worked out a bit after as well. Yeah, so, it seems yeah, like I guess that's the biggest thing for those people who have gym memberships and they're all closed running. And biking are the big, best friends of everybody oh, right now, and I and I you know I feel for that because I I used to run a decent amount, and so I was like, I but I knew I couldn't do it. I was like, I don't run anymore. I need a workout. Yeah. But that's awesome that you're you know you're still back to to where you basically were. Well, yeah, like the amount of especially because it kind of like got cut off so quickly for you with all this going on. Like it's really impressive, and kudos to you for being able to get back mm-hmm. to that you know level when not doing what you were doing before. Right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no, it was like I was worried that I was like I always care more about cardiovascular health than anything else. And I was worried I was getting pretty, I guess, for myself out of shape, which would be understandable for me. Yeah. But uh, I I did a a I did a 20 minute time trial run because, you know, that's kind of my benchmark is if I can still run five kilometers in 20 minutes, then I'm not out of shape for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I did. I ran 5K in 20 minutes. I was like, all right, I'm. I'm, I'm okay. Right. So I'm within, I'm within about a minute of my, of one of my better times. So, right. So well, that's the thing though, I think, that's what I'm going for. I think cardio is actually one of the easiest things to maintain, even if you're not fully going for it. Um, but I don't know. I've just noticed like if you, if you lose, if you don't do cardio for a while, mm-hmm. like for a while, I mean like years, then you'll start to lose it. But if oh, you're yeah. only doing it for like, you know, six months, you, you just like, you know, a pandemic happens you're going to be okay. I feel like your cardio is pretty maintainable because you're probably active enough during the day that your body and your heart rate still maintains. It's like, you know, it's pace that Mm -hmm. it's used to. Um, but even if you're, that's awesome that you're, you know, at least close enough to what you were, your bet, even one of your better times. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely need more cardio. I need my cardio (laughs) sucks. I thought it was good. It's not. No, I died in a zombie apocalypse, 100%. But you, like, every time you finish a workout, you look so, like, excited and accomplished. And I think that's the most important part of it, right? I think maybe it's, yeah, I I think my my muscles give in before my cardio gives in. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know if, Dale, if you've experienced this before, but, like, when I used to do running, my legs would hurt before my, my, like, my internal lungs would start to give out. Like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I, I completely agree. My my muscular endurance is nothing compared to my cardio. They are two, they're two separate things, right? Muscular endurance, right? Oh, okay, so, so I'm in the good boat. Okay, yeah, because I was gonna say because I could, you know, my breathing and you know my pacing is still okay, but my muscles burn. Yeah, like that endurance is not keeping up with my cardio. So I don't know if it's I just oh. need to. That's why I'm doing the the boxing program is is a lot of leg, arm, and core internal yeah. like ab- abdominal so it's mm-hmm. it's gonna help my muscle endurance a lot better but like my, i could push i could push the whole routine i just my muscles start killing me so yeah yeah 100 mm-hmm. add add burpees to it so do oh God, like no. 50 burpees at the no, end stop and it burpees <laughs> are honestly guys burpees are are my favorite thing to do in the world dude because this is i was talking to my friend today he he's uh you know nutritionist he's a dietitian he's a personal trainer he's got and he's also a plumber for his day job but he um he was saying his he he lost um, he or he gained a lot of weight when he was on vacation, uh, and then he, when he got back, he was like, "I'm gonna diet," and my only workout was burpees. He did I think he did a hundred burpees or fifty burpees a day. I, I think that's what say. he said. It was, it was not a big giant number, but it was enough. And he said he lost all of he lost all the weight that he gained in like two weeks just by watching his food 
and a hundred or whatever burpees a burpees day. are insanity burpees are it's a insane. full body workout yeah, you're so, pushing your muscles and your cardio so thanks for the tip i for both of you but no thank you at the same time <laughs> gonna pass that i have to do fair. i have to do a couple rounds of burpees for some of my workouts in certain days um like for example today mm-hmm. um it was like a plyometrics workout so it was a lot of like jumping and exploding and like really kind of like digging deep into your muscles and then like pushing through and like increasing the cardio workout and oh my yeah. lord yeah, I'll, I usually, we usually do just like, you know, punches and then we do it. We do a lot, the boxing program is a lot of leg, a lot of calf workout. It is bonkers. Like yeah. my, my, I've never, my legs were strong before. Now they're stronger. It is yeah. crazy. And they hurt all the time. So, yeah. I do want to shift gears quickly. Yeah, shift um, Now, speaking of just kind of, you know, a lot of, I, w- I mean, I would consider it like extracurriculars compared to like normal day. Um, one thing that, you know, when we had, I mean, we talked previously on another episode shortly after we met up with you guys, um, just, you know, that we had had a conversation, like a wonderful lunch and afternoon. And um, one of the things, speaking of, you know, how much you're doing with your job to help other people, you do help other people in your spare time as well um, through extra programs, which is something that really spoke to me because that was all I did growing up because um, you were part of Rotary. Yeah. 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 So I'll give a brief overview on Rotary and then I can kind of talk about more about what our club's doing. Um, Rotary, Rotary clubs, much like Kinsmen, uh, Masons, Lions, Kiwanis. It's just a service club. Yeah. And, and what it is, it's a, a bunch of of people of all walks of life get together. We usually have a weekly uh, meeting where we'll have a meal and then we do fundraisers together. So a big one that a lot of people have probably heard of is the, the rib fests that occur across. Hell yeah. Uh, God bless. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the rib fests that are in St. Catharines for the listeners there. Um, obviously Niagara Falls, that's the one we organize and coordinate. There's, uh, the one in Burlington, Oakville, Mississauga, Markham. Yeah. You name the city. We probably run it, uh, outside of the Brantford one actually, where, where I'm living now, that one's not run by Rotarians, but it is run by Kinsmen. So we just get together, we do a lot of fundraising and we give to the community. Um, and Rotary is an international organization. So there's clubs around the world. There's over 1.2 million members. I didn't know that. yeah, it's it's pretty big. It's a it's a big cl- big organization. Um, but yeah, so our club. I'm a member of the Niagara Falls Sunrise Club. I'm specifically. I'm actually the acting president. Uh, but Look I'm at you, the president elect. Yeah. <laughs> Round of applause for this man. I told busy, you guys. I told days. you this guy was a crazy kind soul dude. And you guys can probably already tell from the conversation. He lets us finish our sentences and then he even pauses to when make we sure interrupt. We're not yeah. <laughs> I, I am well versed in the conversational skills at times, I guess, at times. Um, I know, you know what? It's just I've done so many Skype and uh, Skype calls and podcasts and, and meetings over the past few weeks. Yes. I've now got it in my head. Stop. One Mississippi, then speak. Yeah, basically. Well done. It's, it's really hard to do on a podcast, but I think the call that we have right now is actually a pretty good. It's, it's not too delayed. So I think there's, it's almost like we're having a good full conversation. So I like it, but yeah. either way, I'm not going to sidetrack you too much. So you do rot- rotary continue with where you yeah. are at. Okay. So yeah, I'm the acting president. I don't actually take over until July 1st, but I'm, I'm acting right now just, uh, just for our, our current president. And, uh, it's been, it's been a crazy five weeks actually so far. We've, uh, we've had to go to virtual meetings, which has been somewhat difficult based on the demographics of our club. 
but we've managed it. So now we have a meeting and we have people as young as 25 in the meeting and as old as 90 in our virtual meetings. It's awesome. See, this is what kills me about like Rotary is the fact that you truly are like so many different people, like backgrounds, ages, generations, whatever, who are like all working together for the same goal. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, and it's, that's what I love the most about it. I've always been, I've always grown up. Uh, being surrounded by um, a lot of older people so i felt very comfortable just getting into the club and, and being with these with these i mean quote unquote adults when i was a child because i was still i think i was 23 when i joined uh maybe 24 but uh but yeah so so over the past few weeks i, I wouldn't mind talking a bit about this i actually just did an interview with kojiko this morning as well regarding what we've been up to over the past few weeks um instead so usually we meet weekly and we we spend $20 on breakfast and, and then, you know, we have a meeting and we go our separate ways. Well, since we aren't meeting every week, what we've decided to do is we're still, for those who have the ability, we still take the $20 and then we use that and provide support for frontline workers right now. Look at this, man. You guys are amazing. I (laughs) love that. Yeah. That's amazing. No, and I just, I, I, I know I have seen obviously a lot on the news, but I do have a lot of friends Mm. of mine and people who are friends who have loved ones who are on the front lines. So that is truly really amazing because I know it's been quite a struggle for a lot of them lately, not just, you know, physically and, and, and all that, but like a lot of like emotional, um, difficulty as well. Right. Yeah. And, and we, and I won't take any of the, uh, of the credit for all of this. One of the other members suggested it and, and Taylor and I have have taken the idea and we've run with it. So we're just, we're, we're purchasing what we need to purchase and then we're delivering it for the most part, but it is a whole club effort on this for sure. Um, but yeah, the, the past few weeks we've, uh, provided, so I wanted to support the workers specifically because they need it. So we've provided lunch for C- uh, Canadian Mental Health Association and Detox Niagara. We've provided lunch for Project Share. We've provided lunch for the River Road Retirement uh, Community. So the staff that are there. We have, oh, I'm going to forget one in here. Uh, but we, we've provided lunch to, to, to the Falls Pharmacy and Niagara Falls, the pharmacy workers. And this coming week, we're going to be providing hand sanitizer and masks for uh, Zavitz Limited, which is a trucking company. You guys may have seen their uh, GZL trucks. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're giving them some, some support because they need it as well. Uh, I, and I, the list still goes on. On top of that, we, occur, we, um, sorry, we secured a thousand US dollars in funding from our district. And we've provided the soup kitchen in Niagara Falls with with that money to to buy groceries for for obviously for their meals for for those that are are homeless. And uh, yeah, that's really what we've done for the most part. Um, that is but yeah, we're, incredible. Like, <laughs> thank you guys. Like, I'm getting like a little you. bit emotional. Yeah, over I can see Ryan's, really Ryan's facial expressions are pretty pretty puppy puppy eyed uh but <laughs> but either way that is that's incredible we that's why we you know we wanted you to be on this uh episode because we knew what you were doing for society right now in this time that they need it the most uh and it's uh it's pretty crazy um for anybody i guess is there any way for anybody listening to help out in similar ways that you have um like by getting in contact with you or or what's kind of the ordeal there well i mean 
there's ways to help for everybody. Um, if, if people are willing to make donations to Project Share or the local local food bank, that's it's very worthwhile. But if you want to get involved with in a club initiative, I would definitely urge people to contact me. And if you guys want, after we're done this podcast, please put my email address in the in the the link in there. Mm -hmm, for sure. Um, because people can people can email me because I actually I just finished a press release today for the review. Uh, because I've been every week we do something, I, I give it to the Niagara Falls Review so they can post it because I feel we need more good news stories out there. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I monetized it today and we've provided over $2,000 of revenue to different businesses in Niagara. Oh, that's good. And yeah, through just through buying food, right? So, you know, w when you're a member of a club, and that's one thing I'll say about Rotary, which is the best part, is you can turn a $50 donation into $2,000 really fast because of the amount of people in your club that are doing it, right? Yep. So if, if you want more bang for your buck, then reach out to a local service club. And, and the Rotary Club of St. Catharines is a great club. I know a few of the members there. The, and both Rotary Clubs in Niagara Falls, obviously I, I'm partial to, to them. They're also great clubs. So if you if you want to help out, you know, reach out to your local Rotary Club and see what you can do. For sure. I, I can say that, you know, the average age of, of most Rotary clubs are a little older. So our club is fortunate to have a few people that are in that low risk category. So Taylor and I have the ability to go out and do what we need to do for the community and, and have the peace of mind that, that knowing we're not putting our, our peers at risk. For sure. 100%. That's super, super important. Um, I think especially going forward with this sort of situation and even just to help these sort of, you know, service like groups and, and other programs like them like thrive is to kind of encourage people of our generation to go out for them. Cause you know, I've been a part of different clubs, community programs, my entire life. And I, I have watched before my eyes have grown up yep. the difference that they can make. So that's why you, especially when, you know, you had talked about that when we met you guys, I was like, this is really amazing because you know, more people of our age group, I think don't recognize the value that those sorts of things can bring. Because um, I, I find a lot of people who may have been a part of, you know, maybe like a Girl Guides or a Scouts kind of lose the recognition of that as mm -hmm. they start to grow up. Mm -hmm. And um, and I, I think especially now more than ever to kind of see the effort that is being put towards the community by these service clubs, um, I think is super important. And I hope encourages people to be a part of them because they're, they are truly amazing and they make a wonderful impact. Yeah. And I, I personally hope and I, I think i'm a bit of an eternal optimist i personally hope that once we come out the other side of this everybody in the younger half of the millennial age bracket because they're the the ones who are kind of in limbo right now i hope they realize you know the impact they have had on our community mm -hmm. by supporting small businesses yeah i hope they realize that that can be amplified by joining a service club and giving back more 100%. absolutely I mean, if, yeah. If if you think about it, the the Niagara Health System Foundation has been has had quite a few articles in the paper about uh, needing charitable donations, needing cash donations, and and people have stepped up and provided cash, and and even for food banks have provided food, and and you know if you're willing to do that in in the darkest time of, of your young life, then why not do that during the most fruitful time of your life, and why not do it once this is all over? Yeah, exactly. It's, Especially it's, when you might be more of a position to put the extra effort in and, and make, you know, whatever time, effort, money you put in go even further. Yeah, 100 percent. 
I yeah. think and the, the support that like the, that, the, especially in St. Catharines area, the the local businesses and local small businesses, medium whatever that we have here is is actually insane, and that's why Ryan and I love this place because it's so cute, it's so uh, comforting uh, in the in some of the mm-hmm. areas, and it's just like we we need to support these these people because you know in a time like this, that's yeah. all they got. I'd man. even say in the Niagara region as a whole, and I and I will say I am super proud of you know I'll see a lot of like my friends and like coworkers and things like that on social media really making an effort to utilize local businesses who are still open and 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 want to still try and thrive as much as possible um i think because of the culture we have in this region because there are so many you know small businesses specialty shops you know startup situations of any kind really um that there is kind of that attitude and still that yeah like let's go out and support rather than you know utilizing chain businesses let's use something else which i think is kind of something at least you know what i've seen in media and some stereotypes as far as like younger generations that were all like you know bought into the whole capitalist idea of like manufactured molded same thing as everybody else like super basic people whereas you know depending on the community you're in and you have the opportunity to embrace more of an eclectic variety of of businesses and and products you use you know we're very much inclined to do so because it's just kind of the the generation and and culture that we're a part of and i don't Mm -hmm. think that gets recognized for sure yeah and i mean just just to throw some statistics out there uh, from the government of Canada, just so I am, just so everybody knows, where I'm citing a proper uh, resource <laughs> that you know, you know, as of in back in as of December 2017, the the Canadian economy had 1.18 million employer businesses, and of that number, 1.15 million were small businesses. Wow! Right, so Amazing. so that that makes up a major por- portion Giant. of our employers, right? Yeah. Wow! Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. that's um that's, and, a, and that's I, a crazy I, statistic i actually never knew that and i did i did not know that's, that and I, that I never knew that really puts things into pers- perspective it's probably more now i i would say if anything yeah i mean the small businesses make up a major portion of our gdp i don't have that number off the top of our off of the top of my head i should say but uh but you know small businesses are the backbone of not only canada but but all of north america for sure right? agreed for absolutely sure. agreed. yeah um, yeah. Now, when it comes to roadie, like you've, how long have you been doing that for? So I, that's a good question. Uh, I've officially been a Rotarian just over two years, right? And I've probably been with the club for just over three years because it's a pretty long process to go from being a guest of the club to being a full member. Right on. So yeah, I've probably been doing that for three years. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a great journey over the past three years. Right. I, I guess they they saw me and and they appreciated some leadership abilities I had in me. They asked me to to join the pathway to be the president very early on. Yep. And uh, I haven't I haven't looked back since. You're just a good ass dude. Like, like you can't, honestly, yeah. like, people <laughs> I'm sitting here going okay. People have conversations with you like we did the first time we met, and even even now, and we just look here. We're like. What doesn't this guy do for the for the economy yeah. and for society? And like like I I think people listening could agree with me. Like we thank you for what you do because 100%. without you there would be a lot of a lot of struggle for a lot of people. Um, I'm sure. Uh, so that's that's amazing. Um, is there anything that you? Uh, I, I guess there's this is a two part question. What do you like the most, and what do you dislike the most about being a Rotarian? If you could think of something. 
Okay, well, first I will thank you both for the kind words. I am blushing, and uh, I, my head might not fit out of this door after I leave. You guys are just building <laughs> me up would, so much. I would be surprised if you make it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. I, I, <laughs> um, so the, the things I like most and least about Rotary, uh, I would say, the again, the thing I like most about Rotary is, is just that multiplier effect. I guess I'm ever the math guy, and, and knowing that, for every dollar I put into Rotary, somebody else is matching that. Right. Um, I mean, there's quite a few things I, I love about Rotary. I do always look for leadership opportunities, and I love the amount of leadership opportunities Rotary provides. Yeah. Especially for someone who wants to take the initiative and go after it. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing I would say I enjoy the least about Rotary, that's going to give me a moment here i was gonna say guess, don't, don't put anybody to shame like you, know. you just you just talk yeah. so highly of yourself and what you do and and how rotary works now you're gonna shit on them but and no, i'm just kidding no. uh, but like if they're because there's there's got to be something like for most things you know, no matter how much people love their job or you know what they do uh mm -hmm. with with the community there's got to be something so take your time uh if you need if you need a break or whatever we can fill in the gap we are more than easily welcome to talking a lot um but yeah, no, I mean, it, it's incredible what you do. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, mm -hmm. I don't know if there's much else. Um, I, I do have an answer if you guys Oh yeah, well, go for Perfect. it. I was able, I was able, yeah, while you guys were talking, I, I, I was able to think about it in the back of my mind. The thing I, I like least about Rotary would have to be the barrier to entry as a Rotarian. Right, like how so long it takes to I, get into the club kind of thing is what you just mentioned before. More so the cost for some clubs. Okay. Right. So in, in some, I, I won't say this about our club. Our club has very low club dues. And and, you, and and obviously being on the board, I know what our dues cover. And it covers the, the minimum. So we have, have as low of a cost as possible to be a Rotarian. Yeah. But the thing I like least is some clubs cost quite a lot of money. Yeah. And I don't think they cost that much for the right reasons. I see. Fair. So, yeah, that that's and that's what we like, you know, I've talked to a number of people um, about, you know, biz in terms of whether they're businesses or their local communities uh, and costs of everything. Like no matter how much people might disagree, money makes the world go around right now. And especially in our society and our, our generation, uh, which we're almost all in the same boat. It, yeah. Like every penny counts, every dollar mm -hmm. counts. And it's very important that we can still give back and provide for ourselves um, at the you know cheapest way possible, and, and that's I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and, and with with Rotary, you know, for for some clubs, so I'll give you guys a, a, an example using numbers. For our club, a, a membership for the year is less than two hundred and thirty dollars, and that covers uh, your dues to Rotary International to say you're a Rotarian. It, you you get a monthly magazine which is actually amazing it's a great way to stay connected with the global community and know and know what rotary is doing it's a very inspirational magazine and i've pulled a lot of ideas from it mm -hmm. um but outside of that you know we have to pay your your district costs and and districts do provide us with support and resources so it's 100 percent understandable but there are some clubs out there quite a few actually who add a cost to the rotary dues and what that cost usually does it provides the president elect the opportunity to go to the annual 
Rotary International Conference. Uh. And, and, you know, yeah. And the rule is, is if you go to the conference, you have to come back to the club with ideas and help us. So they think it's, they, they feel that they're investing in their club members and I investing see. in their club by yeah. doing this. Yeah. You know what? Fair enough. I, I think that's a great idea. And I've been to a conference and I agree they're very inspirational. But I think every club needs to make it a sliding scale and people can contribute to that if they want. Well, yeah, I, well, that's that. I think I think even as a if it is only the president or the you know, the if there is a hierarchy of some sort, but if it's the people who are higher up in that chain, I think those who are dedicated to rotary should I, I don't know how much it costs. So don't like shoot me uh, for it. But I think even a, a pretty decent chunk out of pocket would be the benefit as well. Because if you if you love giving back so much, which I know you do, you know, paying a little bit to to get these to get the inspiration to bring back these ideas would be worth it. Um, like I said, I don't know how much it is. But I think you know, that would be that would be a thought as well. For sure. I, and I'll say, you know, some clubs charge, we charge, so if we charge 230, some clubs will charge 430. Right. And, and they'll use all that money to go into that pot. So that's the only thing I, that's the only issue I really have with, with Rotary clubs as a whole is, you know, just, there shouldn't be, it, it, you shouldn't have to be a member and have to pay that much. Right. I believe you can pay the minimum. And if you can support the opportunity for club growth, then you provide it. That's, it shouldn't be a necessity. Yeah, I think I there's a lot. One. There's um, I don't know if I if I have the right to shout it out yet, but uh, I, I'll, I'll kind of tease it a bit. Um, so one of my friends is starting a kind of a fitness nutritional program, which uh, I guess I can give him the shout out might as well. But what he's doing is it's actually a weekly basis kind of wager program where you actually they you you wager twenty five dollars a week. And he, they will provide you a nutrition and fitness guide for the week uh, that you have that you should follow um, based on the the guide that you get. If you lose two pounds or more, you do not have to pay the twenty five dollars. If you maintain, if you don't lose that much weight, or you gain, or you maintain, whatever you call it, uh, you have to pay the twenty five dollars. So it's it's a very kind of almost rewarding system. And there's way it's it's a little more complex than that. But at the end of the day, what it is is you you're you're reliable on yourself you know you you have to take care of yourself and you, you you have to make sure that you follow that guide and you get the work out of it and the reward is that you don't have to pay for also getting this this nutritional guide it's really really cool and i think the business the business model right there is really really good so that it's I think, it's I think it's the idea of, you know, putting in the extra to get a little bit more out of it yeah. sort of situation, exactly. um, which, you know, with the idea of like a sliding scale when it comes to um, things like that, like membership dues and, and yeah. such, that is kind of something that, you know, I would think would be it, right? You know, you you do your part, your general part, and then, yep. you know, if you want to invest more, then you can decide to, to get Should a little be bit more that, out yeah. of it. It's it's similar to you know like if you t partake in any hobby like if you you want to purchase that extra you know little bit just to you know better it for you make it more mm -hmm. entertaining make it more worth your while yeah then so be it and that would be similar to to how you how the roadie works there mm -hmm. but yeah I, I totally agree with you in the in the realm that it should not cost a crazy amount just to be a part of a club that's trying to do good for the community right exactly. Yeah, we, you know, and that's that's always the question is how do we get more Rotarians? And our club does well at making sure, financially speaking, it's as appealing as possible. Mm. But a lot of clubs don't do that. 
And a part of me wonders, and this is a bit of a challenge if there are any Rotarians out there listening to this, uh, a part of me wonders if some clubs do that purposefully to yeah. make sure they only have certain people joining their clubs. And and, and this is, this is a, a commonly accepted theory. Some clubs out there are check-writing clubs, and some clubs out there are, you know, work-doing clubs. Yeah. Uh, and that sometimes is the barrier to entry. There's one club that'll write the check, which is amazing, because we need those clubs. But there's also the clubs that like to put in what, you know, we call sweat equity. Instead of paying a dollar amount, we put the work in. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and Rotarians are we dubbed our our motto. I believe it was this year. It might have been last year, but I think it's this year. Is uh you know Rotarians are people of action. So we need to be taking action more like than that. we need to be writing checks. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think yeah. your I think manual effort and I guess labor, yeah. if you want to call it that, is worth more be- buck than the actual dollar itself. In my yeah. mind, you know what I mean. Yeah. I agree. But that's just, you know, the background yeah. I come from, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and our, our club, I mean, all the clubs in Niagara put a lot of hours in. The clubs I'm speaking about may not be in the Niagara region, you know, but they are out there. Yeah. But I know our club for, for Rib Fest, which is a three-day event for the public, a five-day event for the club members, we put in over 500 hours of work in three days. That's crazy. And quite honestly, being at these events, that does not surprise me. Because of just the effort and right. and and the in the sense of like community that gets involved and you know I'm sure there's all these like small hiccups in the background but for the most part from what I've seen with a lot of these kinds of events especially Ribfest it does run quite seamlessly yeah. you know everything has its own place everybody's having a good time no and one's everybody's doing really... their job and they're like yeah. you know they're interacting with you and they they have nice things to say and they're making sure you get the service that you know you came for whether it's you know, whether that's their you know. But they're all there to volunteer and to help out. And that's why when, when we talked first, uh, when we met first, it, I, I just said, you know, I want to help uh, at Ripfest because I thought that would be really cool mm-hmm. uh, with everything going on. I was, I, and I felt bad. I was like, I haven't done anything to help. But I was like, we kind of can't right now uh, mm-hmm. other than, you know, supporting where we can. But uh, mm-hmm. to go out and to help at Ripfest was something that I really wanted wanted to do and still want to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that's it, it's crazy uh, how much hours you guys put into all of this stuff that you guys do yeah it's it's pretty surreal especially when you're when the event's all over i mean nothing's better than the event being over and you're just with all your peers and it's a lot of fun yep um i, I so i can say actually so the niagara falls rib fest has been canceled for this year uh unfortunately yeah we we had to make that decision uh last year was a less than ideal year for us and uh, this year, we didn't want to take a risk of having another less than ideal year. Right. 100%. Just because, you know, the costs associated with running the event are quite high, as are the hours put into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it is, you know, not, you know, with that out of the picture, it is amazing that we, up until the weekend of the event, it's an eight-person committee for our Niagara Falls Rib Fest That's that eight. organizes wow. it. Wow. That's, a, that's yeah. a pretty small committee for a giant fest like that. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. Good for you guys. Thank that's, you. that's a big undertaking. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's definitely become a bit of a thing for my immediate family now. Um, I'm not sure if Taylor and I actually told you guys when we first met up, but Taylor and I met through Rotary and through Ribfest specifically. 
So Ribfest is actually a massive family event for us now as well because Taylor's father is the co-chair of the event. Right. Right. And yes. I run. I did say okay. Yeah. So yeah. So she, her father is the co-chair, and I've I actually run the alcohol tent. So yeah. that's yeah. So it's a big weekend for us. You know, the weekend we, I guess we didn't meet that weekend, but the weekend we reconnected, and then. That was, the following year was the weekend I asked her parents for her hand in marriage. And unfortunately, oh, we don't have a third year. So yep. we'll see what happens. Right. <laughs> now, like, completely jaw dropped. So I didn't adorable. Know that part. <laughs> she... Oh, my God. That's so cute. <laughs> that, is, that is very romantic. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's crazy. Let, let me actually just take a step back. Uh, I did not ask her parents for permission to marry her because, oh. you know, she isn't their property she is her own individual but i did ask them if they would be okay with me asking her right to right that's that's, yes. the, that's no that's what I, that's what I, yeah. it's okay dale none of the feminists are gonna come get you i totally get where you're coming from that's hilarious but that is yeah, that is very sweet and i and i love that like that's your story but also i just wanted to add obviously it's you who runs the alcohol tent I just yes. wanted to because yeah. that was another point we had in mind that we wanted to discuss was you know when we first met up is um, the insane mutual love for all four beer. of us have for, uh, for beer and beer. specifically for craft beer like we love it so much and like we'll probably touch on it a bit but um, I don't know if you had uh, continuing to your story there no I don't I don't have much else for for my story on that one it's just uh, Ribfest is probably going to be a major event for our life for the foreseeable future. I love right. that. That's so, so good. Yeah. 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 That's the, yeah, yes. that's I, I love, I love that. Cause yeah, we, we had a, I don't know if you've heard from the podcast or uh, whatever. We think we talked about it, but we have uh, my big family reunion every five years. Uh, and unfortunately this year it got postponed as well. And it's never been postponed before in the whatever 30 some odd years it's been, it's been on. So got postponed until uh, next year, which is unfortunate because we were hoping to, you know, put that on the podcast and make that an active thing. But it's okay. Uh, we'll do it next year. It seems like that's a, that's where we're at uh, in terms of the society right now. But craft beer, man, what what's not to love? Am I right? Craft beer is exactly what, uh, what community is all about. I mean, it's the most amazing movement to ever start to take place and uh, i absolutely love it i'm actually i'm actually drinking a craft beer right now i was gonna ask you what are you drinking today there i am oh i already forget the name of it that's not good it's a it's a beer from counterpart it's an ipa it's oh, uh yeah. i think oh, i want to say it's mind over matter but i'm probably wrong on that one. Oh, uh, i didn't i didn't uh, i didn't see that one that's awesome Right on. Love yeah, that. Yeah, it might it, it might not be mind over matter. I, I'm not gonna That's, lie. I their IPs forget. were very tasty though. I was I just because I was gonna say too. I was like, hmm, counterpart, counterpart, one of our new favorite places, thanks to you guys. Yeah, honestly, we're, it is a we're beautiful glad you guys place. Love it. It, I think it was it um, is. it was the perfect uh, birthday venue for me. It was definitely yes. really made that day special. So definitely, yeah. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys like it. And I actually, I'll sh- I'll make a shout out for uh, Joe and Greg and Eric over there. Three of the most awesome guys you'll ever speak to, and they're working hard right now, and they're still putting out a lot of good beer. And Joe is putting out some amazing food. So anybody listening to this, if you're in Niagara, go to go to Counterpart and tell them that all of us suggested you <laughs> so absolutely I was actually, so totally if, agree if we have a quick shout out there time here now um do they are they are like offering you know uh touchless delivery or what what kind of services do they offer um at the in the current situation 
So I know they are doing delivery. Um, I don't have a lot of details on the delivery just because I, I haven't followed them super closely on social media on that end. Right. But they are they are doing actually they've done they're doing family meals. So they have uh, a certain number of family meals available for a family of four every day of the week. Oh, and amazing. if yeah, and if you're into beer, if you buy a two four, you get a free sixty four ounce growler with it. Excuse me. Oh, really. Yeah, I yeah, have no that's, idea. That's the, the current deal right now. Forget LCBO. So. <laughs> yeah, no, we gotta get there for a growler, dude. I need one of those. That's yeah. amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to look into that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it's, great. It's, it's worthwhile. I you know we didn't. Uh, Tara and I have come down to Niagara, and we've we've gone to counter every time we come down. We go to Counterpart and we yep. buy beer, we buy food. Actually, we use Counterpart. We we use Counterpart twice for uh, meals for Rotary. For yes. the initiatives that we've been doing. Good. Um, but yeah, but this week we're going to go down again and, and they have a Czech style lager that I want to try out. And they also just released another beer today. Um, it's a it's a big initiative. A lot of, of craft brewers are taking on just I, I'm not I don't know much about it. So you'd have to check out their Instagram. Absolutely. But they just released another beer. So we'll, I'm going to make sure I get some of that as well. I, cool. yeah, no, we'll definitely have to take a look and uh, and give them some more love on this podcast, man. Yeah, I know. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's amazing. I know they're definitely on our list of. So <laughs> speaking of breweries and, and, you know, craft beer and all of that, um, I know one thing that Curtis and I started to work on, I mean, more so because I wanted the whole creative aspect of, of drawing it all up. But, um, you know, once things kind of do start to get back to a sense of normalcy and we have the opportunity to go back to our favorite places, we do have kind of a roll the dice, you know, date night situation with yeah. those. But then I also kind of went down a rabbit hole of a bunch of breweries, mostly closer to us, but kind of all throughout Ontario that... Yeah. I've heard great things about or think that we should visit um, that I now have a full master list of places we should go. We, we just have a list of breweries. And so we put it on a, a, I think it's a three by five grid. So 15, yeah. 15 squares. And we have a brewery in each square uh, and we're going to get uh, three dice. So that's uh, 18, I guess uh, from one to 18 is your possible number. And you roll the dice on a random Saturday and you just figure out where you're going. It's yeah. basically what was, is going to be our summer plan. But we'll see how the time. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, the roll the dice is all the like breweries in the like Niagara slash Hamilton region yeah. with um with like some of the other like smaller like restaurants and businesses in St. Catharines and you know I would encourage other people to try and do the same thing when things yeah. come up because whatever, whatever these businesses do it, really do rely on the support of their yeah, community. You would, you would um, but yeah. As well. That's an awesome initiative, guys. So, what are some of the breweries that are on this grid? Uh, some um, of them we've actually have already been to. Yes. Um, so Counterparts on there. Uh, Hamilton has Collective Arts, which is on there. And um, Merit Brewing and Company. Ma- um, Merit really Brewing wonderful in place. Hamilton. Uh, you guys are actually close to Hamilton there, Dale. So Merit Brewing, if you haven't been, yeah. a very beautiful place. Um, a little tinier on the on terms of brewery, yeah. uh, I guess sizes, but very good selection of beer. We also um, have um, Merchant Alehouse, obviously, because they're amazing. They're in St. Catharines. Um, Oast. We also have on there yep. to go to um, mostly just local places, but then like the master list of brewery um, breweries that yep. I have are like all across, you know, a bunch of places in Niagara and the Lake. Yeah. Um, Some of the ones we have been to actually uh, that are closer. We I think Bench is on there. That's oh, yes. uh, just around the corner from us. Actually, it's not yeah. far. Uh, there's also uh, Nickelbrook that's in Hamilton, which we haven't been to. I see them on the highway. There's the sign on the highway all the time. So yeah. it was like that needs to be on the list. Um, so 
So just I guess I think there's quick... Cold Break too. That's more on yep. like West St. Catharines. Yeah. Think. So there's um, but yeah. plenty. Cold... Um, you were saying Cold Cold Break. You know that one? Yeah, Cold Break is if you. I so I've been there a couple times. My friends live down the road, and I would say that is my second favorite brew nice. microbrewery nice. I've ever been to. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, get the uh, the rice lager if you're into lagers. I'm not huge on them, but their rice lager is absolutely to die for. I, I'm, the same boat. I'm not a big fan, but I do like them uh, from time to time. Yeah. So that's awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. you're welcome. They make a good, clean beer across the board. It's, nice. It's Love awesome. I think because do they sell them? I think I've seen them in cans at the Lickbow because I, I, I don't I'm pretty sure I've had their beer before because their logo looks very, very familiar. So I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, with us being in Brantford, we don't get a lot of the yeah. Niagara beers at our LCBOs, so I, I wouldn't know for sure. Fair right, yeah. yeah. That's still that's still awesome. Like, yeah, so that's basically a, a very small dose of our master list, but it's something that we, we really wanted to do, and we wanted to make the effort to at least mm-hmm. continue going and experiencing new things. Well, and I think sure for me, been... too, like, we're super blessed to be in a region where it is so popular oh, yeah. and so easy to have access to that, like, if you enjoy beer and enjoy different trying different kinds of beers mm-hmm. and different flavors, like, why the hell not? Because, quite frankly, a lot of these places are insanely, like affordable to have like a nice yep. like date afternoon at like the amount of times we've left a place and gone holy shit the beer was great the food was amazing and we only spent this much like are you kidding me and like we've never been here before why haven't heard of this place exactly and so and then quickly if you don't like beer do it with something else do it with restaurants you've never been to you know if you're in your specific diet find places that do a specific your specific diet you 100%. know find wine places find just anything any even if it's chains like you know experience new things by going and traveling and and having some fun with your significant other or with your friends. Like, it's not hard to do, and it's probably going to be inexpensive if you do it once a week. Yeah. You get a get great experience out of it, for sure. Yeah, it's it's so true. And I, I've been fortunate to travel a lot, and everywhere I travel, I, I make this rule where I don't go on TripAdvisor. Oh, wow. I just go find a place that's and smart. eat the food there. That's smart. That's, yeah. that's what I've always wanted to, to think about and try whenever I do go across the ocean uh, out east way uh, to Europe. I, I'm like, I'm not doing anything that online tells me to do. I just want to go downtown and think, hey, that looks kind of cool. And if it is a, a big popular place that's online, cool. Yeah. But I just want to experience that on my own. You know what I mean? Mm. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. But that's um, but that's basically our plan. If that goes, still goes through. Yeah. Um, and I know you you have a bunch of plans this summer as well. But I think I think that'll about do it for this uh week and this episode of Let's Have a Drink. Dale, again, thank you so much for coming along. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you guys again for having me. It's been a pleasure. Now, if you want, I'm looking forward to all. Oh no, go, go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. You you go. I was just say I'm looking forward to all of this being over so we can go have a nice patio beer in Niagara on the Lake in the summer. Oh my god, yes. You're Dude. speaking our language yet again. Dude, those two words will never sound any better than right now and more comforting is patio beer. I just need <laughs> one before it all ends. But I just need something when this weather is so nice. But yeah. um, if you have anything to plug, your email, your your Instagram handle, whatever is the best way to contact you and you want in the general public, uh, feel free to uh, spit it out right now. All right. Uh, I would definitely say I'm, I'm most active on Instagram. Uh, my handle is DaleJHall93. And if you want uh, information and to get in contact with me regarding work, my best email address is DaleHall at 
the Q Meta Group. So actually, it's uh, Dale Hall at QMETA.com. You um, can talk about work there. If you want to know more about what I'm doing in regards to volunteer work, my Instagram is the best for that. I apologize in advance. I'm a bit of an optimist. I'm big into leadership principles, and I'm big into talking about what other people are doing in the community. He, so but he knows his spam. shit, guys. He knows what yeah. he's talking about, and you can never use, you can never have too much positivity in your life. Yeah. And Dale is the source. That's why we we needed him on as our first a guest for season two. Um, again, thank you. Uh, and the biggest thing um, I could say is, if you guys want to reach out to him, if you guys. Uh, you guys can reach out to us too. We'll get you in contact with him as well. He offers a lot of amazing advice on a lot of different things. Um, and he knows a lot of people. He connects you with people that you need help with, or, or you just need, you need somebody that knows how to do that. He'll, he knows a guy. Um, so that's amazing. Thanks so much, Dale again. Yes. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, no well, we will, uh, we'll end it there. Um, uh, we'll, you know, great conversation as always yes. and we hope that with all of this ending soon we can actually get you at the apartment sometime and we can get an actual episode absolutely in with you uh sometime down the line that's and for sure in the meantime all the best to you and tay we we really do appreciate you guys and are super grateful that through this like crazy universe that we have gotten to meet you guys and get to know you guys thank you guys very much i'll pass on the message and uh from tay and i to you guys all the best over the next few weeks and i'm sure we'll see you in person soon enough absolutely For sure uh thanks so much dale i guess we'll talk to you when we talk to you talk to you later peace peace